0: On today's show, we have two special guests, Kelsey Jones, Seattle Magazine's event coordinator, who has been planning the Seattle Wine and Food experience, and Ron Williams, executive director of Visit Walla Walla, who will be talking about February is for foodies. As always, lots of news bites and calendar items. It's all coming up next on the Seattle Dining Show.
1: Support for Seattle Dining and the Seattle Dining Show is provided in part by... Queen Anne Olive Oil. Explore their huge selection of flavor-infused olive oils and balsamics. Mix and match to create some unique taste treats. Take a field trip soon to the top of Queen Anne and experience oils and vinegars in a whole new way. Find more information at QueenAnneOliveOil.com.
2: Hi, I'm Leslie Mackey from Macrina Bakery here in Seattle, and I want to welcome you to the Seattle Dining Show.
1: Coming to you live from the Test Kitchen Studio high atop Queen Anne Hill, it is time for the Seattle Dining Show. Join us as we explore news about Northwest restaurants, take a look at upcoming events, discover new kitchen tips you can use at home, dive into great recipes, and much more. And now, here's your host, the senior editor, Connie Adams, and whoever else just happened to drop by today.
0: Welcome to the February 2018 Seattle Dining Show, number 1802. I'm Connie Adams, Senior Editor, and I'm here with Tom Marin, Publisher
3: of Seattle Dining. Hey, it's uh, the peak of citrus season. I, You know, citrus seems like not Seattle in the winter. Yeah, well, you know, we import it all from Florida and yeah. and other countries like that. And uh, all the good stuff is out there, the caracaras, the blood oranges, Mm, the Rio grapefruits, yum! Yum! That sounds fabulous. So I'm just just saying, get on it. And, not that anyone will
0: actually hear this on the day we're recording, but today is Have Fun at Work Day. National Have Fun at Work Day.
3: I'm always having fun at work. I know. Plus, it's citrus season, so how fun can it be? You know, I have so much fun at work. Could I get in trouble for for celebrating a national day like that on other days? Yeah. You might have to be punished.
0: I'm not sure. I'll write you up. How's that? Will you feel better (laughs) if I write write you up?
1: Yeah, write me up. (laughs) Write (laughs) me up.
0: Well, today we've got two guests, and they're both going to be talking about events. So that got me thinking about events that I have really enjoyed, and I thought it might be fun for us to talk about three of the events we've enjoyed most, each of us, Um, you know, that we've ever been to that we just thought they were really cool and special. So, you want to do that?
3: Uh, Yeah, and you said, uh, uh, on the notes there, it said events or uh, restaurant. A memorable (coughs) meal. A memorable meal, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm I'm ready to do that. Okay. You want to go first? Uh well we just take turns okay that's uh, you went to this one with me it was the Ray's twenty fifth anniversary oh, yeah. party on the little wooden dock out there in front of the restaurant yeah and they had all their suppliers there and all their uh, wine providers and stuff and and uh, I I don't really remember anything in particular I just remember it was kind of a a nice summer day mm-hmm. and uh, lots of people having a good time.
0: Yeah, it was relaxed, but as usual, per per the way Ray's does stuff, it was smooth and you know pretty flawless as an event. Um, really fun. It was you know it was one of those things where they wanted to celebrate having been in business so long, and they did a great job of it. Everybody had a great time.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what do you got?
0: One of my favorite media events, and I do not know if it was the restaurant that planned this or if they had a PR firm plan it. But it was at Elliot's Oyster House, and they were showing us all everything about salmon and what the flavors were. So they had they had us blind taste test salmon with just nothing on it. It was a piece so of fish. So
3: you had to put a blindfold on the salmon.
0: Yes, the the salmon knew nothing. They, they did, were not they, harmed in the making had no of idea the what event. Was
3: going
0: on. No, <laughs> but we'd get uh, like three pieces of salmon to try, and there was nothing on them. It was just a piece of fish that had been cooked. Mm-hmm. And you'd try it, and you'd say, oh, those are interesting. Okay, and then they would do the same three with just a little salt on it. Okay, mm-hmm. there's something good. And then, you know, we went through, like, several iterations, and and then at the end, you picked the salmon you liked best out of, like, they had an Oregon salmon and an Alaska salmon and something else. I can't remember now. I'm, not, I'm sure they didn't have a farm salmon, but it was something else. And then when you decided which one you liked best – you picked a dish, and they would make that for you using that salmon.
3: Oh, I thought you were going to say then they take the blindfold off the salmon, and you could meet each other for face to face.
0: you don't you don't want to look somebody in the face right before you eat them. <laughs> it's just not not good. Um, but anyway, it was just a really interesting way to do it, and you really understood the differences in the flavor of salmon from different areas.
3: Yeah. yeah. So
0: it was it was a really fun event.
3: Hmm. Well, if there's ever another one of those, I want to go. Okay. And I'll provide the blindfolds. (laughs) They're little tiny things to to hit those little (laughs) fish heads. Uh, Let's see. Uh, One of my most memorable meals was having lunch outside on the patio in Oregon at the Viewpoint Inn. Oh, And anybody who remembers the movie Twilight remembers the prom night shot outside (laughs) at the Viewpoint Inn. Uh, unfortunately, the place kind of burned up a couple of years ago, but the uh, somebody is uh, restoring it. We yeah. saw a new roof on it the other day. Yeah, uh, Nothing been done inside yet, but uh, glad to know that maybe I'll get to relive another meal there, and yeah. hopefully it'll be as good as that one. I think that they are doing work because it even looked like new tarps over the
0: the windows. I mean, it's been burned down and not had anything done on it for so long that tarps were getting old.
3: Oh, yeah. And this looked like new tarps. Yeah, because so. it burned in, like, 2011.
0: Yeah. So. so sad. And speaking of sad, that's my next event, and I'm I'm just going to, you know, be honest about it. It was my idea. Oh, but no,
3: it was my idea. That is so wrong. It was my idea.
0: So, so wrong. Well,
3: tell everybody what the
0: idea was. It was a sad dinner, a seasonal affective disorder dinner. And we had it in in the winter, and the indoor sun shop loaned us the m- melatonin lamps that are supposed to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had it at Steelhead Diner in the private dining room. Kevin created, Kevin Davis created a whole menu rich in vitamin D and omega-3. He, he did his research and had all the things, made a fabulous meal. Um, Mike Hogue provided the wine, and he f- he had a pilot fly him over. Oh, Yeah. While he wore his Hawaiian shirt to get in the mood of the sun sun lamps, um, they flew over from Prosser, brought the wine. Uh, just a very fun evening. It turned out we couldn't leave the lamps on all night because we were all
3: too hot. But um, well, everybody, They were really bright, and they were beaming us out, Yeah. You know, trying to have a little more of a environment in there conducive yeah. to a dining group yeah. of friends.
0: So it was very fun. I haven't done it since, but it's always something that's in the back of my mind that that was a really fun thing to do.
3: Yeah, that was fun. I was there. Uh, of course, I was there. It was my idea.
0: It was not your idea. So, uh,
3: it's so okay. Sad now, this, the way this one lied. wasn't my idea, but this was a lot of fun. Uh, a couple of years ago, we went to an event that Kestrel Winery put on called the Big Night. That was great. And right? it was dinner in the vineyard in Prosser. They put us all on a bus, and we rode out to the vineyard, and and um, big long table down the the length of vines. Um, lots of, uh, general public there. Some of us media types were there. Uh, chef Dan Thiessen put together the food with the culinary Institute in Walla Walla there. Uh, he came in his bare feet and walked on the soil that was full oh, of goat's heads, Yeah, which is a thorny little spiky thing. You never want to yeah. get into your car tire. And
0: I believe they had dancers that night who were dancing barefoot, yeah. like belly dancers
3: or something. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Oh.
0: Painful, painful. So uh, those was, Eastern Washington I, I was people are food, tough. But,
3: yeah, yeah, they got tough, tough feet, don't tough they? A lot of calluses there. on yeah. those feet.
0: That was a very fun, fun night. And it was a lot how many people do you think? A hundred? I mean it was it was just one long table and it yeah. was just
3: huge. Yeah, it was probably a hundred people. Yeah, it was very fun.
0: The other one that I would like to bring up, and this was a long time ago, when pop up dinner well, I guess they're still happening, but the secret pop up dinners, they got very big around Seattle and One of them, I don't even recall who put it on, but it was uh, Chef Ethan Stoll who did the food, and it was 25 courses. It was such a long evening and amazing food. We were just, you know, I mean, it was like, okay, it's the 17th inning stretch, everybody up. (laughs) Um, I was there. Yeah. It was good. One of the other things I remember that night about being so funny was that some guy had had a little too much to drink, and he was really – trying to make a point some food point you know some some point that just did not matter at all and there was a writer uh, from seattle and everybody was like how do we get this guy to sort of cool down and finally this writer said all right let's take it out into the parking lot like they were gonna go duke it out <laughs> i remember
3: all of us were just like oh that's funny so so speaking of all these things uh where have you been eating at lately
0: all right, here's here's my my latest. I I revisited two dim sum places, Joy Palace down in the South End and uh HK Dim Sum on Aurora in the North End, both of which I've always liked, both of which I was a little disappointed in this time. And I'm not sure why. I don't know if it was, you know, different I think it's cuz you're eating better. Could be. Yeah, could be. I, I don't eat as much carbs anymore and there's and I do love all the wrappings and the Bows and everything,
3: yeah. You know, just none of that
0: stuff's good for you,
3: yeah. But I gotta do it, I do have to do it
0: every now and then. I love dim
3: sum, I know, but it's it's you and dim sum are breaking up in 2018. (laughs) He's wrong again.
0: (laughs) Uh, another one we did together was taste at the Seattle Art Museum, uh huh. And I, um, I they've revamped and we did a story on it, it was like last year. But they're doing a pretty good job of it, I think. It's one of those things where you go up, you order at the counter, you get a little uh buzzer to remind to let you know when the food's ready. But I had a nice flatbread, you had a didn't you have a chili dog or something or a hot dog or something? Yeah,
3: I think it was a, uh, a, so it was a chili dog, wasn't it? I don't know. A hot yeah, dog, a chili dog, some kind of dog. Yeah. An art dog.
0: Yeah. But you know, everybody it's a it's a I think a good museum cafe. Mm-hmm. So I like that. And then, speaking of cafes, I also went to Tillicum Cafe for lunch, and it was really good. We really enjoyed it. Um, the person I was with had a soup and a, I believe, the quiche Lorraine, and I had um, some kind of an egg dish also, even though it was lunchtime. And uh, they were really done well. Huh. Good service. People, you know, people seem to like working there, and nice place to be.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's one of our reader faves. It pops up every once in a while. Yeah,
0: it's very popular. Then so. I just thought I'd bring up um, Capital Grill. We've talked about it before, so the food aspect isn't new, and I'm not going to go into that. But we sat at the bar this time because we like to sit at bars. We can hear each other better and get to you know, kind of watch the bartenders and stuff. And it was a very fun experience. I liked it. The, mm-hmm. they were, there were two guys really working behind the bar,
3: and they were really good. They I went. got to look at that uh, pose of uh, Bruce Lee in a dapper suit and tie all That's time. right. That's right. So. Yeah.
0: And then the last place I'd like to mention is Din Tai Fung. And I went. And to this Din- is
3: over in the University Village, right? Right.
0: I went to the Bellevue one right after it opened and was, you know, pretty pretty underwhelmed. Mm. Um, this time I was more impressed. I, I was the least impressed with uh, the buns there, the soup buns that they are so famous for. They were fine. I, I don't get it. I guess. I mean, it's fun to take a bite and have the soup pour out. But I, I mean, but we had some garlic green beans that were just incredibly perfect. Hmm. The flavor was so good. They were not over garlicky. They were just crisp tender. Probably a good really thing had,
3: I didn't see you the next day. Yeah,
0: actually, you did. That's the that's the beauty oh. of the non garlic garlic beans. Oh, yeah. So I was uh, more impressed this time. I would go back again. Hmm. What about
3: you? Well, we did a little uh, trip down to the Columbia River Gorge. Connie gave me that for Christmas. That's right. And uh, we went to the Riverside Restaurant, which is, uh, this will make you choke when I say this, but it's in the Best Western Hotel yeah. on the, on the uh, Columbia River. Yeah, it's the Hood River Inn, Best Western. Yeah. And it was uh, it was pretty good. Yeah,
0: they had a lot of organic items on the menu, mm-hmm. and so they were, you know—
3: Doing it right. They have a little lounge attached called Cebu Lounge, and uh, they, they, they have a little happy hour there. That's a nice happy hour if you're not going to have dinner, or maybe you're mm-hmm. going to have dinner after your happy hour. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was probably like the best the best restaurant that I've ever been to that's located inside <laughs> of Best Western. Exactly. That'll be a new category of awards for next year.
0: I think, too, Didn't they didn't have any drink specials on happy hour. It was food specials.
3: I think it was like a buck off wine, something like oh, that. Maybe so yeah. it was something like that. Yeah. Um, and then the next morning, we got up and we went into uh, what they call Uptown Hood River uh, to a place that we went to last summer. That was pretty good for lunch, so we thought we'd try it for breakfast. It's called the Farm Stand mm-hmm. Cafe. It's a little cafe connected to a grocery store, which is sort of a health food store. Yeah, it's like a health food store. And uh, all good ingredients, and a lot of people working—like three or four girls working in the kitchen there. And we walked in the door at like six fifty-five or something mm-hmm, in the morning. It was early, and um, they were ready to serve us. Um, we got a lot of different food. Uh, I know I got, I got something that I didn't care for. It was a uh, almond with uh, egg white waffle. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do that at home. <laughs> And then uh, I got some so eggs, and something either. else I got that was good. We had bacon.
0: Uh-huh. I got the multigrain pancakes, which were pretty good. Oh, yeah, oh, that's you right. I finished egg. up your
3: multigrain yeah. pancake. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, pretty good. Um. And then for lunch, we went to a place down by the water called the, it's down on what they call the Port of Hood River, and it's called the Prime Pub. Somebody told you about this place yeah. and raved about the beer. And we tried it. It was okay. I had the uh, sausage platter. I don't remember what you had. Some I kind had a of sandwich, turkey sandwich, Yeah, it sandwich, was turkey right?
0: and bacon and avocado. And it was very good. So,
3: you know, if you're a beer enthusiast, that's one to try down there. There's, mm-hmm. there's a new pub every week in the Pacific Northwest, yes. I think.
0: Yeah. And they have actually been around. I asked them how long they'd been there and if they'd been elsewhere before they moved in and they said no, this is it and it's been it's been 5 years or something. So uh, th-
3: they're I thought they were brand new, but So um then the last one I have on my list is called the Bow Edison Fine Food and Drink. If you know where the Rhododendron Cafe is up on Chuckanut Drive yeah. in Mount Vernon, uh, you just make your way over to across the street and there's the Bo Edison. It's Actually, it's not Mount Vernon. It is Beau, Yeah. where they are. Uh, and this is uh, owned by uh, Chef Marty Bracken. And uh, if any of our listeners ever went to the Agate Pass Cafe over in Suquamish across the water, uh, they've already experienced Chef Marty Bracken's cooking once. Uh, but she has moved on and sold her restaurant off to another, I think it's a couple, Uh, And she's up there now, and uh, they've been up there since uh, like about 15, 16 months, Mm. and uh, doing a good job, good service too, good food, good service.
0: Yeah, that's what, when you came back, that was like the thing that really stuck out in your mind is that it was such a professional team and everybody just worked together flawlessly and
3: they all knew what they were doing and knew about the food. Well, and her GM is, uh, she's like uh, got a background in training, Mm. so she's training, training so she's, she's the right person. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's where nice. we've been eating.
0: Excellent. Well, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll look at the latest tidbits from our News Bites file.
1: Support for Seattle Dining and the Seattle Dining Show is provided in part by B&E Meats and Seafood, your neighborhood butcher with four locations to
4: serve you in Des Moines, Birien, Newcastle, and the top of Queen Anne Hill. Unique products, great meats, the freshest seafood, and a knowledgeable, friendly staff makes shopping at B&E Meats and Seafood the best choice.
2: Hi, I'm Carly from Tacoma. When you're visiting
0: Tacoma, I recommend going to Fujia for sushi.
3: Hi, this is Chef Bill Ranicker from Duke's Chatterhouse, and you're listening to the Seattle Dining Show.
0: Back. It's Connie and Tom with the News Bites discussion on Seattle Dining Show. You can always keep up with our News Bites at the um, Twitter account at Seattle Dining One or just read the News Bites column at www.seattledining.com.
3: And the first one I got here is that uh, winemaker Chris Upchurch was named as one of wine's most inspiring people by. is this a magazine wine industry advisor yeah that's pretty nice that's good congratulations chris and i know lots of people were thumbs up on that when it was getting posted all over social media yeah they did a good job of getting that piece of information out
0: well kennewick is having a ribbon cutting opening for the columbia gardens urban wine and artisan village on february 9th this is kind of a cool deal they've They've put together a little cluster of tasting rooms, arts, food, and it's right along the river. So it's going to be a, a fun thing. This is just phase one. So you can just go over there, park, and just wander through and taste wine and taste food and look at art
3: and be right by the water. On February 9th. So yes. wear your jacket. <laughs> and then go later in June. Let's uh, see, uh, a Brown Family Vineyards tasting room is going to be opening in Pioneer Square on February 3rd.
0: That's quite a few wineries going into Pioneer Square now.
3: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we got Soto, we got Pioneer Square, we got we got out there in Woodenville. Oh. all kinds of tasting rooms everywhere now. They're
0: everywhere. That's just as I planned it.
3: I'm sure it was my idea. It your idea, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, James Beard has a lot of categories that they, you know, nominate people for. This was one I had not heard about before. It's called America's Classics, and you have to be in business over 10 years and have local ownership. And there were only 5 winners. One of them was Los Hernandez in Union Gap, Washington, and
3: all they make is tamales. That's it. But they put asparagus in them when it's asparagus season. So oh, they're know. seasonal tamales. Yes. So they celebrate the local flavors of the region and, and smatter them around based on the season. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is true. Sometimes I have to doubt him, but no, no, apparently no. it's no. true this time. Well, that's, that's it. All right. Um, we, we had their tamales at uh, Swiffy one year. Yeah, it's been a couple years ago, Pretty and good. I'm remembering that they were there. Uh, Let's see. uh, Chef Ethan Stolls, if he doesn't have enough to do, is now uh, part of the Holland America Cruise Line Culinary Council. Uh, They have six global culinary experts, now including Ethan. I'm not going to tell you the other five. You have to go online and look it up. (laughs) Uh, And he's helping with offerings on 14 ships. And it seems to me, didn't we do a news by it a month or two ago, that Ethan was going to be on one of the cruises as oh, one of Oh, I think, those yeah, chefs? I think
0: he and Angela were going on one of the ships. Yeah. yeah that would make sense, doesn't it? Well, uh, a little loss for Seattle. Uh, Megan Karch, who's been the CEO of Fairstart for a while, is leaving. She's going to become the CEO of Islandwood on Bainbridge. So they are doing a national search now for her replacement. And I don't know if you remember this from a number of years ago, quite a while ago, Islandwood um was started by the Brainerds, and Greg Atkinson actually left Canlis to help them with the food and beverage portion of Islandwood. I don't know if that's still going on. I don't really know a lot about Islandwood. It helps children and adults see nature in a new way and understand their ability to change the world for the better. Yeah, it was 2002 when Greg did that, so that was a while ago.
3: And then he opened up his restaurant over there after. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see where are we. Oh, oh, oh! Here we go. Casper's uh, is making full dinners: antipasto plate, soup, fish course, entree, and dessert for ninety-eight dollars that you can pick up between four and six p.m. for Valentine's Day. My question is this: Is that ninety-eight dollars per for, person? No, for two. For two. Yeah, dinner okay. for two. That's not bad. Yeah. So there goes Casper's cutting into all the uh, dining room business. Yeah, uh, good for him. No big deal. Uh, they also have Scarpetta wine if you want to pick up wine at the same time.
0: Yeah, so. always thinking Casper and Nancy. The Motif Hotel and Frolic Restaurant have had some changes recently. The new F and B director is Max Mesmer. And Chef Adam Stevenson has left and the new chef is Laura Simpson Ng, and she will be arriving later in February.
3: Which will be too late for her to go to Skillet Ballard, which is closed. Yeah, after five years. So kind of a bummer for some people in Ballard. They like them savory burgers.
0: Yeah. Well you and you took my mom one time and you guys we had, had a, pretty... a
3: great lunch that day. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, don't know what happened there. So that's uh, that's our news bites. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we got the calendar.
1: Support for Seattle dining and the Seattle Dining Show is provided in part by. Petra Mediterranean Bistro. Take a journey to Greece, Lebanon, Jordan, and the North Shore of Africa by way of Belltown as you dine in a welcoming atmosphere and experience the hospitality the chef call provides. Need a quick bite? Drop into the attached cafe or shop for authentic flavors in the adjoining store. Visit PetraBistro.com for more information.
2: Hi, my name is Jessica, and I'm just now moving here to Washington in Tumwater, and I'm looking forward to finding the
0: best restaurants that Seattle has to offer.
1: Hi, this is Linda from Antolin Sellers in Yakima. You are listening to the Seattle Dining Show.
0: It's Connie Adams and Tom Marin back with the calendar portion of the Seattle Dining Show for February. We're like bad pennies. you just We keep coming back. <laughs> so, um, we're going to talk about some new things going on, things coming up calendar-wise, but um, we add all the time to the calendar online. So if you want to go back and look at seattledining.com backslash calendar, you can always get the scoop there.
3: And for sure you're going to want to do that this month because we're going to be adding Valentine's Day stuff yeah. all along here. So Exactly. But uh, on uh, February 7th, which is a Wednesday, the Washington Wine Industry Foundation Party and Auction uh, This is going to be held at the Toyota Center in Kennewick. So get off work early and drive to Kennewick. Uh, <laughs> there will be a dinner hosted wine from some of Washington's premier wineries uh, live and silent auctions, entertainment, networking with industry folks, and it's part of a trade event. It's a weekend-long thing. Oh, okay. And so this you're is probably just a already there if you're in the yeah. biz. Uh, we don't have the cost on this right now, so you're going to need to go to their website, which you can get from our seattledining.com dot com backslash calendar page, and uh, there'll be info on how you can find out about the costs there. And then we got something going on Thursday the eighth. The yeah,
0: 8th? Thursday the eighth at six thirty. It's a Guardian Cellars winemaker dinner at Russell's. That's always going to be a good thing. One hundred and twenty-five dollars per person includes tax and grat, as I like to say. So they're going to do some wonderful sounding things. Some New Bedford scallop crudo with Sauvignon Blanc. A wild mushroom harvest with chalkline red blend. Seared quail with confidential source Merlot a Lamb Trio with Alibi Red Mountain Blend, a Grilled New York Steak with Rookie Cab Sauvignon. That sounds great. So he's out at 3305 Monte Villa Parkway in Bothell.
3: And you better sign up quick because he's always sell out.
0: These go, especially when the tax and gratuities included. I mean, you know, you're not walking out with more than you expected.
3: Uh, if you want to get away, you're going to head out to the Captain Whidbey Inn on uh, the 10th and 11th of February. And that'll be uh, th- Friday and – yeah, Friday – no, no, Saturday, Saturday and, and, Sunday. and Sunday. we got a Chocolate Makers Weekend at the Captain Whidbey Inn. Uh, learn the art of a chocolatier. That's uh, secret. Not a lot of details on the site right now, so give them a call or – Hit their site when you hear this, because they may have updated it by now. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can book a room on any of the two nights and get a bottle of wine and some chocolate.
0: And actually, this deal is all month long, the booking a room for any night and getting wine and chocolate.
3: Well, that's a good deal. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if that excludes February 14th.
0: No, it's the whole month.
3: Whole month. Okay. Captain Whitby Inn, located in Coopville at 2072, Captain Whidby Inn Road. Exactly.
0: And then on Sunday, the 11th, from 1 to 5 p.m., it's the Northwest Women's Stars of Food and Wine. This is the third annual event put on by Seattle Uncorked. It's at the Columbia Tower Club on 5th Avenue in Seattle. It features women chefs, winemakers, sommeliers, and it is a fundraiser for the Women's Funding Alliance. The tickets are fifty dollars in advance or two for ninety, and you can go online and find the link to get those tickets.
3: On also on the eleventh Sunday, six to nine PM. So you so can you, do both. You could do both, yeah. yeah. You could go to Choco Fest Unlimited Food Bites from Local Restaurants, Chocolatiers,
0: Simps. SIPs. I think there should not be an M oh, in that sips word. SIPS
3: from local brewers, wineries and distilleries. Uh, it's going to be a heck of a food day, yeah. uh, benefits the Puget Sound keeper preserving the waters of Puget Sound. Uh, as you might imagine, it's 21 and over only, so don't bring your kids or grandkids. <laughs> uh, tickets include all food, Choco fest glass, 10 drink tickets, whoa. I know. Well, they're, they're not full pours. It must port. be sips, Yeah. yeah. Live music, it's at the uh, Pike Brewing Company, 1415 First Avenue in downtown Seattle. Uh, The cost is $64.71, and that includes the fees, right? Right. Uh, And the ticket link is on our calendar.
0: Now you're going to have to start making some decisions about the 11th, because Tavolata in Belltown is celebrating their 11th birthday. So this is $55 per person. You must... um, have reservations, and you can do that by phone. It's four courses, a s- starters to choose from, pasta, and entrees, and you get to choose. It's not a pre fee thing with it all set up. Um, so that's going to be fun. They have a, a fun dessert thing going on, and they're at 2323 Second Avenue in Belltown.
3: And you know the thing about that price, $55 uh-huh. a person? Did you know that's divisible by 11? Oh, there you
0: go. So Let's it's see. really. Five Just times 11. $5 per course or something, except it's four courses, so.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, on the 13th, Ivers like Fat Tuesday Mardi Gras Party. I know you always thought of Ivers when you think of Mardi Gras. Exactly. Uh, $40 for food and two drinks and entertainment. They will have Zydeco music from the Philae Gumbo Trio. It's at the Salmon House under the freeway on North Lake Union. Uh, Heavy appetizer buffet, so arrive early with all your Cajun and Creole favorites. (laughs) Uh, Go online, reserve
0: your space now. It makes it sound like you have to arrive with all your Cajun and Creole favorites, but they'll actually have them there. You don't have to bring them.
3: Can I bring my own Zydeco music? No, you're going to love the Filet Gumbo Trio.
0: (laughs) Then I'm just going to say... We're adding stuff all the time for Valentine's Day, so if you want to look at a bunch of stuff, go there. So,
3: so this one I thought was kind of odd. It is on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, but it doesn't. It, you know, I'm sure it's going to come off as kind of a romantic event. But this is uh, Barrage Sellers is doing a winemaker dinner at Russell's out there in Bothell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be $125 per person, including tax and grat. It's going to be five courses paired with Kevin Carell's wine. Uh, the owner, the winemaker, he will be there. And this is going to be up in the the barn yeah, because they're the barn.
0: they're doing a their regular Valentine's Day dinner. You know, if anybody wants
3: to come just for regular dinner in the dining room. I've never eaten in the barn, but I've recorded shows up yeah, there. Yeah, see,
0: <laughs> who can really say that? I've never been to an event at the event space, but I have recorded a podcast. <laughs> Then um, on February 16th to 18th, it's sort of the second half of the Oregon Truffle Festival. This portion takes place in the Yamhill Valley, um, and you can go online and get the um, link to buy tickets. You can buy weekend tickets or just go a la carte on very, various things. There's a Rustic Truffle Dinner. There's Forage and Feast Truffle Foray and Winery Luncheon, Romance of Rosé, the Bliss Food Dinner, a pinot and chocolate event, and the Oregon Fresh Truffle Marketplace where you can buy Oregon truffles. So that's all happening the 16th through the 18th.
3: All right. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be in a secret location with our secret microphone array, and we will be interviewing (laughs) Kelsey Jones from Seattle Magazine to tell us more about the upcoming Seattle Wine and Food
1: event. Support for Seattle dining and the Seattle Dining Show is provided in part by the Paragon Bar and Grill, your Upper Queen Anne destination for lunch, teeny time, evening entertainment, and weekend brunch. For two decades, the Paragon has served as the go to neighborhood location while welcoming others from all over the Pacific Northwest and beyond. Visit them online today at ParagonSeattle.com.
2: Hi, I'm Scott
0: McLean from Walla Walla, Washington. One of my favorite places to eat in Seattle is the Wild Ginger Restaurant.
4: This is Michael out of Portland, Oregon with Red Duck Foods, and you are listening to the Seattle Dining Show.
3: We're back on the Seattle Dining Show. I'm the publisher, Tom Merrin. I'm here with Connie Adams, our senior editor. And we're rolling into the first of two interviews on today's show. Mm-hmm. And uh, our first uh, guest today is Kelsey Jones with Seattle Magazine.
2: <laughs> Say hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Welcome.
3: Welcome. Thank
0: you. And Kelsey, you're in charge of events. Or, or is,
2: is it all events or just Seattle wine and food? Uh, it's all events for Seattle magazine. I'm part of the of marketing and events team okay, there. Perfect. So that's what we're here to talk about because that's coming up in February, mm-hmm. twenty fourth through the twenty sixth, twenty second to the twenty fourth. So right on. To- <laughs> <laughs> and this is a big deal. This is the tenth anniversary. It is. We're very excited. Yeah. And you guys purchased the event like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Last year was our first year yeah. running at Ask Seattle magazine, yeah. so we're just growing it and focusing on those awesome Seattle restaurants and beyond. So we're really excited to have it. And the
0: the original concept is great, and and that's what it still is, but it gets better every year. Mm-hmm. There's always something new. So we kind of wanted to give our listeners some idea of what they can expect when they come here because it is a tasting, and there's all kinds of beverages, and there's food, but there's experiences mm-hmm. and all sorts of uh, really fun things that that make it a amazing. Definitely. So
2: let's talk about that first. First of all, there's three
0: hearts to it. So
2: let's talk about that. Sure. So we start off on Thursday night, this 22nd, with our comfort event at Soto Park. Um, It's just like it sounds. Anything you can think of regarding food relating to comfort, it's going to be there. We've got grilled cheeses, everything from sandwiches to burgers, fries, everything you can think of. And we pair it with a lot of awesome cold beer and cider from around Seattle and beyond, and a couple other cocktails. So that's kind of the more laid back, super comfy kind of feel to that night. And it's yeah.
3: a, it's a, a place called Soto Park?
2: Soto Park, uh-huh. It's in Soto. It's <laughs> like urban, oh.
3: where urban peace is. Mm-hmm. Since so, it's a comfort event, do I get like a blanket when I come in? You might. <laughs> <laughs> or you could bring your own and you won't be laughed at. There
2: you go, yeah. <laughs> Definitely not frowned upon at all.
0: <laughs> and it's best if the blanket is somehow designed with food items on it. And then if you spill.
3: As long as it's you know in the blue and green and gray, I'm cool with that. Yeah, as long as it's Seahawks (laughs) color.
0: Exactly.
2: (laughs) So then the next night... Yes, the next night, we class it up a little bit. We bring it to McCaw Hall for Pop, Bubbles, and Seafood. And that is celebrating the sparkling wines from throughout the region. Also, you know, Seattle's famous Seafood... Um, everything from, you know, bass to shrimp. And we're doing an awesome oyster shucking competition, which is a oh, new, new amazing. element this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. What are the prizes for the top shuckers? You know, I'm not sure yet. I think it's mostly bragging rights though. Oh, you okay. know how chefs like the bragging rights. Yeah. And shuckers. Take a <laughs> gift card
3: to, uh, whatever restaurant. How about that?
2: Oh, you could, well. you
3: could come up with a couple gift cards, can't you? From a few restaurants around
2: town. We might be able to do something yeah.
0: like that. But you wouldn't want to. I mean, the shuckers are the chefs, the, the actual professional shuckers. Oh, so you can't give them a gift card to their own restaurant? I think that's. I don't know. I don't huh. like it. Not <laughs> so special.
3: I think. I think Josh Henderson thinks he's the best shucker so far. So is he going to be in this? No. Well, he may be there. One of his restaurants may be there, but he's not a shucker. Okay. a shucker. Okay. I read it. I read it on the social media the other day that he was one of the best shuckers around. Oh, really? Wow.
2: Yeah. Well, we might have to. Well. Sneak him in, then. There you go. <laughs> He's going to be here at 10.30. Just hang out. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and there's uh, one of the restaurants that's coming is Ryder, which is at the new Hotel Theodore, mm-hmm. which was the old Roosevelt. So right. So that's going to... You know, there's
2: new places and old places. and So lots of cool things. Yes, exactly. And then... On Saturday, Saturday, the big grand tasting, at the brand new remodeled Bell Harbor International Conference Center. Oh, yeah! And to celebrate the ten years of Seattle Wine and Food Experience, or as we like to call it, Swiffy for short, mm-hmm. um, the ten the ten food trends we're going to do correspond with the ten years that Swiffy has oh, been around. Yeah, fun. So we've got ten different food trends that a couple of restaurants are going to be a part of each one. In addition to, of course, the well-known wineries from throughout oh. the area. And other really cool experiences as well and explain what an experience is so people know what they're hearing about sure so we've got a couple of different fun things that are happening that incorporate the food and wine but are just take it up a notch rather than just having a booth for example um, we are going to have a chef demo stage Mm -hmm. but it's not your typical chef demo stage where they kind of cook up something Mm -hmm. and You don't really know how to make it yourself at the end, but it looked cool. Um, We have a lot of really nice, I think, that are a little more practical demonstrations. We're doing sushi rolling demonstrations, a cocktail mixing. We're going to do some pasta making, which I think will be fun. And probably this is not so practical, but a butchery demonstration, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've gone to some butchery
0: demonstrations, and they are fascinating. I'm not going to go out and butcher an animal
2: Probably not. but, (laughs) But it's still, you know. Something that you should probably know about, yeah, definitely, we see, yeah, so that's yeah. one thing <laughs>
3: Cheeks for everybody,
2: <laughs> <laughs> chicken step <face>. right up,. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, and then we've got a couple of really amazing sponsors that are doing some great activations. Angry Orchard's coming in. They have a brand-new rosé product, so they're going to be debuting that at Swiffy as well. Oh, that's exciting. Kind of doing a rosé garden with that, so that'll be really fun. Mm. And then the Tulalip Resort Casino, our presenting sponsor, is doing a really nice VIP lounge where all of the restaurants from their resort are coming in and doing some bites. That's going to be good. It's going to be really, really good. Yeah. Yeah.
3: They do a great job on their food.
2: They really do. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited to try it. So Mm -hmm.
3: the Bell Harbor is a new venue for you.
2: It is. For for, the event. For the event. It is. It
3: is. Yeah. That's Mm going to be interesting. Yeah. We'll we'll have a booth there. Yes, you will. Anybody that's coming down, make sure you stop by and say hi to Tom and Connie, and we'll probably have something fancy there. Sometimes we bring collectible matchbooks from the past in Seattle. Yeah. I don't know what we'll bring this time. I have
0: a lot of old menus for places that are going yeah. on. It's yeah. kind of fun to do stuff like that.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, weird.
0: We'll
3: and up. we usually have those uh, little cupcake
2: things. Yeah, I don't think we have this do that. Year. This year. Well,
3: we didn't have last true. year, did
2: we? Uh, yeah, we did. I didn't? We're always up to oh, more sweets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah, do those, do more those. More donuts. <laughs> yes, please. um. Also, Celebrity Cruises is involved mm-hmm. this year. What are they up to? They are having a really cool modern luxury kind of suite where they're going to have cocktails, and um, you can enter to win a cruise. So that's really exciting. exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's
0: fun. And they're um, just, since we're talking about food, they're known for their food programs mm-hmm. on the on the ship. So that's why they come to stuff like this. Definitely, yeah. You know, they want to really get people to know. Also, you've got some fun things uh Sort of local and non. Rain Shadow Meats is going to be there, but also the Alaska Seafood um, Council or whatever it is. They come down, so that's fun. And then I had another question. Charles Smith is doing. Um, yeah, a lounge or something, but it said bites from a local person. Has that been decided or?
2: I don't. I don't think so. Not quite yet, but they're going to do, be doing some really cool pairings with with whoever they pick. Yeah. So that's sure to be a really that good treat too. Fun. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk
0: about a couple of the restaurants that are coming that yeah. will be at the grand tasting.
2: Let's. So, um, everybody is coming into different categories. Like I said, the d- 10 different mm-hmm. trends. Um, so we've got everything from Noodle Nation with the Noki bar. Eat, novelty hill is going to be doing eat your veggies we've got Duke's seafood and chowder coming in for catch of the day oh lots of really cool um categories to look forward to yeah. top pot donuts is going to be in our little sugar shack <laughs> so they'll be doing that donut bar again <laughs> something it. we look forward to every year <laughs> and i think the um even beneficiary is different this year isn't it yes it's northwest harvest this year yeah. So we're really excited to be partnering with them. They do such good things for the community. Okay. So, no,
0: can people bring things? Do you want people to bring canned food?
2: Yeah, yes, okay. indeed. At the grand tasting, we'll be selling raffle tickets, um, and the the proceeds will be going towards directly to Northwest Harvest. Okay. Um, and there, whoever the winner of the raffle is going to get this giant food and wine package. Wow. It's going to be great. And then if you bring. Canned food to the event, you get one extra raffle ticket exchange. Oh, so oh, that's Hopefully, we'll get a lot of a lot of canned food. Yeah. I think Yes, yeah, one if one food item equals one ticket, but there's also only one maximum of one more ticket you get. Okay, you can't bring but you
3: forty can, in. 40 you can
2: bring forty in, but you will only kill. get one ticket exactly. i
3: think going to do the fifty-fifty uh, can giveaway. So you, you bring a canned food, you get the raffle ticket, and then if your number gets drawn, you get half the canned food, and the rest of it goes to Northwest Birds. <laughs> Oh, Yeah, and you, you, and you like, get a storage locker for three months.
0: Yeah. Somehow, I'm thinking the guests coming to Swoopy are not looking for extra canned food. I
2: mean, we <laughs> never know? know. I always like to make green bean casserole, so
0: could use <laughs> yeah, it. That's for that. true. <laughs> you got it for the next forty
2: exactly Thanksgiving dinners exactly. <laughs> Now, what's the JetBlue Mint Experience? Ooh, that's a great thing to bring up. They are doing a brand-new program that is flying directly from Seattle to Boston. So that's their brand-new program that they're doing, and they're calling it the Mint Experience. Mm -hmm. So uh, they'll be at Comfort and the Grand Tasting pairing with, um, at Comfort at least, they're paying – Pairing with Pike Place Chowder, Mm. and they're going to be doing kind of like that Boston theme. Yeah, Um, I'm not quite sure what they're doing, what they're pairing with at the Grand Tasting, but it's sure to be exciting as well. But they're just they're going to be setting up their actual like seats that you can sit in because they're they're supposed to be a lot more spacious and luxurious. Oh, nice. Um, They'll be serving cocktails at the Grand Tasting as well, kind of like their mint. Yeah, I think it's some sort of like mint cocktails. Oh, very fun. fun. Yeah, kind of tying that in. Now, before we end our little talk here, let's talk about where you can get tickets so people can go out and do that right now. Yes, it's SeattleWineAndFoodExperience.com. We've got all three days still available. Um, unfortunately, the VIP tickets are sold out oh. and the three day weekend total nice. package pass is, is sold out oh. as well. But individually, um, all three days are still available. You know, I love that. that the three day packages sold out. That that means people get it. That yes. It's a whole food weekend that Definitely. you know it's a
0: fun thing and everyone's different. Each event yes, day is totally different. Something for everyone. So and the first two, Comfort and Pop, go from six to nine PM. Yes. So people know and they're at different places Soda Park for Comfort and Macaw Hall for Pop. Yes. Yes. So and then Bell Harbor for the grand tasting and then Bell there. Harbor starts at noon? At two. Yeah. Two, okay.
2: two to five. <clears throat> it would be one if there
0: were any VIP
2: yeah. tickets but there aren't. Yeah, it's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> so go out there and get your tickets right away. Yes. And there's probably a parking down at Bell Harbor, isn't there? Uh, yeah, they have a parking structure across the yeah. street. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. It's a, it's pay. Okay.
0: You know, you're going to pay, but you you can find a place. You're not circling Yes, you're the not circling. Blocks, and
2: there's really easy um, bridge access, or you can yeah. go down to the first floor and cross the street. So it's yeah. pretty easy to get there. Yeah, it is. And it's it's a, I haven't seen the remodel but the the location can't be beat. Oh my gosh, the view is amazing and you can see it from a lot of places um from within where we're going to be. So it's going to be great. Yeah, Kelsey, thank you so much for coming on the show and Thank talking you for coming by. Hey, thank you for having me. Beth.
3: We're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to have uh part one of an interview with uh a friend of ours from Walla Walla.
1: Support for Seattle Dining and the Seattle Dining Show is provided in part by Esquin Wine and Spirits. Drop by and check out one of the widest inventories of wines from around the world, as well as local and international spirits, all procured by their expert staff. Is your wine collection ready for a new home? Esquin offers monthly wine store storage lockers in a temperature-controlled environment. Visit their website at madwine.com today.
0: Hello, my name is Carrie. I live in Magnolia, and my favorite restaurant is Tavolata.
4: Hi, this is Julie from Willamette Valley Vineyards in Salem,
0: Oregon, and you're listening to the Seattle Dining Show.
3: We are back on the Seattle Dining Show. I'm Tom Aaron, the publisher. I'm here with Connie Adams, the senior editor. And we've got uh, a little interview segment here with Ron Williams from Visit Walla Walla. Hi, Ron. Hey, Tom. Hey, Connie. Hey, so glad to have you here. Glad to be here. So what we want to do today is talk about
0: something that happens in Walla Walla every year called February is for foodies. Um, so you're over in Seattle with us in the, in the Broadview studio, and we want to kind of go back and talk about how it started and really what the point of it is and why people should come over. And then we'll get into some specifics about what's happening.
4: February for Foodies has been around for about six years. And it was a way to invite people to the other side of the mountains at a time when most of us who come from Seattle are ready to get out of town. (laughs) Exactly. Along about February, we're ready to get out of the rain and the and the uh, clouds and walla walla is typically pretty sunny Mm -hmm. so it was an initiative to start that started to get people to come across the mountains and uh enjoy a weekend or some time off and explore winter culinary Mm -hmm.
0: and it is amazing we went
4: um two years ago
0: and did this and that's why we're involved this year we're actually a sponsor of the event and we just we were over there we were just talking about this a moment ago when we were there we were walking around town, and I had to take my coat off because it was so hot.
4: Yeah, I left Walla Walla this morning, and it was going to be a nice, sunny day. Yeah, it's beautiful when it's like that too. Yeah. So,
0: um, so what happens during Februarys for foodies?
4: It's a, it gives us an opportunity for our our restaurants and our chefs to really uh, concentrate on on uh, comfort food, on trying some new things, and it's a great. Time of year that brings together the visitors who make it over to Walla Walla in what isn't the busiest season, mm-hmm. and also uh, for our locals who are uh, uh, looking for something to do during the yeah. weekends because we're, you know, we, we've all got winter blues ourselves. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so uh, we started this initiative, as I said, about five years ago, and we asked the chefs to look at what they can do that might be new and different or uh, things that would encourage people to get out and try new restaurants Mm -hmm. that they haven't tried before and to encourage people to come over. This year, we're dividing the season up a little bit into three loose sections, Mm -hmm. and we'll focus on restaurants all the time, but also some of the other things you can do in Walla Walla in February.
0: Okay. Um, For instance, in the the first part, you're talking about some outdoor adventures, because skiing and snowshoeing this time of year can
4: be... How many inches did you say? Well, yeah, we just got, I was just checking the ski report on the way over. Bluewood, which is in Dayton, which is about 45 minutes away, uh, just got seven inches of snow. Wow. <laughs> they've got they've got 53 inches uh, at the top of the mountain, mm-hmm. and they're expecting another 10 inches of snow this week. Bluewood is a really nice, uh, family-friendly ski resort that has uh, 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 good trails. It's really mm-hmm. well-groomed. And it's super affordable. I was checking the prices for the lift tickets; they cost about half oh, wow. of the other ski resorts in Washington yeah. State. And um, they tend to have really nice dry snow mm-hmm. and uh, easy trails. A lot of easy trails for uh, younger family oh, skiers. Yeah. And then uh, the most sunny days in Washington State of any ski area.
0: Wow! So um,
3: they have snow showing, there? they home? do
4: also have snow showing. Okay. Absolutely.
0: So what what could be better than a wonderful day out? in nature like that and then coming back in and having a winemaker dinner exactly. or,
4: you know, something fun. And uh, one thing that you can also try is uh, the the um, Weinhardt Cafe, historic downtown Dayton, mm-hmm. has a wonderful restaurant and uh, there's also the Weinhardt Hotel huh? that in February does mystery, murder mystery evenings. Oh. So you can stay at the hotel and...
0: Yeah, a little entertainment yeah. too. That's great. And then the second kind of loose portion is around valentine's day so of course romance
4: romance so lots of restaurants in town are are doing chocolate pairings Mm -hmm. we're really fond of our chocolatiers i think uh, one of our favorites is brights right on main street they've been around since 1967 wow (laughs) paul who is i think the third generation chocolatier there and owner Mm, will be doing uh chocolate classes and then there are a lot of wineries that will be featuring chocolate pairings. One of our favorite, of course, is Savaya Cellars down south of town. And they'll be actually doing wine and chocolate pairings, working with another chocolatier that we enjoy, which is uh, Alexander's.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, The other thing, sort of a side thing, is that there are lodging deals and promotions. And as we're talking about the romance, the Marcus Whitman is doing... Something for a a one-night stay. You get champagne and chocolate-covered strawberries and dinner for two at the Mark. And that's $209 plus tax. And, and, you know, for dinner and the night. And that's an amazing hotel. They're
3: not buying me wine, though, are they?
0: No.
4: (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, you get a
0: bottle in the room, it sounds like. Yes, you do. Oh, wow. And the
4: Marcus Whitman is a... uh, uh, wonderful iconic property it is a historic hotel built in 1911 it's been completely refurbished yeah, it's the, beautiful uh, restaurant is terrific and the vineyard lounge which is one of our favorite spots Very to hang fun. out it's really fun and an innovative menu uh they've been invited to cook at the james beard house um they've got a, a really great uh eclectic menu mm-hmm. they grow their own microgreens they have a garden mm-hmm. and they do all their own canning all summer long uh, and
0: and these are professionals. We when we were there and did a story on them, it's like you can go in and have this lovely dinner or hang out at the vineyard bar or something. In the meantime, they're serving 3,000
4: people down the hall. And, right. You know, it's amazing what yeah. they produce. Yeah, they have a huge banquet staff and it, yeah. it it it's kind of our de facto it is in fact our our convention center. Yeah. They they can hold up to 300 yeah.
0: people. It's amazing. So and then the last part of the month is gonna be focused on families, you said. Right.
4: So we get back to this idea that uh it's about it corresponds with when most of the Seattle schools are on winter break. Oh that's great. So it's a great time to get over and and be outdoors again. Again mm-hmm. we talk about Bluewood. We have wonderful hiking trails mm. and lots of nature and I mean lots of lots of animals. You see a lot of animals in the wintertime of course. Yeah. Moose and deer and wow yeah, and uh
0: the kids Birds. would love that. Yeah. And then there's, when you talk about, um, a lot of times we'll talk about February's for foodies and it's fine dining and you've got this and that. But there's a lot of restaurants
4: that kids would have a blast at. Yep. Talk about uh, Jake Crenshaw and, and Tabitha own two restaurants in Walla Walla. You would know Jake, of course, from mm-hmm. uh, when he was working here with Brassa mm-hmm. and Tamara. And uh, they have been in Walla Walla for about 10 years now. Jake and Tabitha own... Olive Marketplace right on Main Street. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a delicious, delicious kind of concept where you, it's deli style, you order at the counter, but then they bring the food to the mm-hmm. table. And of course, they have wine and beer mm-hmm. and they do desserts. Desserts. They have a great
3: chef. Absolutely. We've been there. Yeah. Yes.
0: We had, I think we had pizza there. We had pizza and a couple of other things.
4: Leopards and pizza. So they'll be doing a a spaghetti feed every Sunday night for $16, family style. They just opened another restaurant in town, uh, which is called Saint and Sinner, which is a fine dining concept restaurant but focused on Hispanic or Latin cuisine Mm. with a great tequila bar.
0: Oh, that will be very fun. And they'll be
4: doing a three-course prefix menu.
0: And I'm just saying at the Olive Marketplace, for those of you with kids who are listening – if you go upstairs on the mezzanine and go to the far end, there's one, like, round
4: table yeah. at big the end. big family table. And you table. can
0: look over the front door and see yep. who's coming in and, you know, have your little family thing there. It's And very then when fun. the
4: kids get kind of, of antsy, there are, you know, couches with coloring books. And yeah. you can park them on the floor and let them have a good time. So yeah. And, of course, you can go right outside and out, out of Olive uh, and right back into Bright's Candies where they have. Oh.
0: Where kids are miserable. <laughs> where
4: kids are miserable. <laughs>
0: yes. Where they do not want to go. <laughs>
4: <laughs> or you can pop over to the other direction and stop in Brown, where they're going to be doing uh, Brown Winery, Brown mm-hmm. Family Winery, where they're doing sparkling and caviar throughout oh. the month.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, let's talk a few about a few more um, wineries, because that's really fun. There's some cheese. Somebody's doing cheese and chocolate. And then there's some chocolate and wines. There are some small bites, people pairing up with um, either outside places or um, Waterbrook. Is doing a winemaker's dinner. Waterbrook has with their a own new chefs.
4: chef, and they're going to be doing uh, they're going to be doing a blend grill party, which is a new thing for them. Where you get to blend your own wine with their sommelier Sean Smith, and have a dinner prepared by Sh- Chef Daniel Juarez. Oh, that's going to be fun! Yeah,
0: they said there was something in there on the on the. Uh, Website about cooking, grilling your own steak or choosing your own steak or something? You're looking at me very... I think I must have misread that. I don't and think And I don't
4: have it in front did. of me. It's so. something I maybe just haven't caught up with.
3: Yet. Yeah. That's the Korean barbecue place in Walla Walla, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank
4: you. <Yes.
1: laughs>
4: well, I could tell you... Bring your own thermometer. We're whatever. very, very, very excited in Walla Walla that we got our first Indian restaurant. Oh. It's delicious. Oh. It's called... Indian restaurant.
0: Oh, so there's no. And it's confusion. right on Main Street. You can't oh, miss it. Excellent.
4: Um, we love uh, White House Crawford, which is doing a three f- a course prefix oh, yeah. menu. That's uh, Chef Jamie Guerin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about him a, a moment ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Jamie is, uh, was, was trained in New Orleans, and he owns White House Crawford, which is a beautiful. Beautiful romantic restaurant Mm -hmm. built in what was the old lumber mill in Walla Walla that goes all the way back to 1800s. We live in a house that was built in 1899. Wow! And all the molding in our house was milled at White House Crawford. (laughs) They still Uh have the kiln as you go in, and they've got a big glass wall, and you look on the other side of that glass wall is the barrel storage room for Seven Hills Winery. Oh, okay. Beautiful wine cellar, lovely restaurant, and they're going to be doing a three course. Uh, pairing menu for thirty eight dollars a person, which again which is-, is a killer deal. It's a great
3: deal. Yeah, it's a great yeah. deal for. One. They that's also
0: have a it. very fun bar. I mean, it's just you know of a great kind of bar
4: a- just to hang out. In fact, yeah. I think that Walla Walla is one of those great towns where you can honestly, if you want to, just go bar hopping yeah. from fine dining to fine dining, and you're always within about a three block radius.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, done that.
0: Done that. We have bar. done that. Love to do
4: it again. Yeah. Well, you haven't <laughs> been to Walla Walla if you haven't been bar hopping.
0: I know. Um, let's see. There was one other thing uh, that you mentioned that I had not known about was the wood Woodfired Grill, yeah. which is actually a catering company. Yeah, we love
4: the Q. They uh, show up all over the place. They uh, have a portable grill that they tow behind their truck. It is uh, – their slogan is modern Stone Age cuisine. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> and they know how to cook meats. Now, I've done full winemaker dinners with them where they had six courses and they did everything – it wasn't just meat. No, mm-hmm. They do They yeah. do everything. They did fish. They did seafood. Wow. Uh, but they tend to prepare everything on their grill, and it's delicious. So they're actually doing a dinner at – they're preparing a dinner at – wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's coming. Wait it's coming. It's coming. Wait for it. It is at Forgeron. Oh, yes. Salard. How did oh. I forget Forgeron? I know. So good. With our very, very, very favorite f- French woman winemaker, mm-hmm. Marie Yves, who makes some of the best French-style wines I've ever had. And
0: she's been there for She's been there since ever. the beginning. From the yeah.
4: beginning? She's, she's been there. She's there first. And uh, you know, she's married to another great winemaker, Gilles Foucault, who is the winemaker and consulting winemaker at Long Shadows. Which is, which is beyond belief. Yeah, which brings in Correct. five winemakers from around the world, each making one wine. Yeah. And then he oversees all of them and then makes his own vintages as well.
0: Isn't that amazing? Yeah. He's got the perfect job for a winemaker.
4: They Yes, he does. Gosh. Did I hear you guys say that Andre's was doing something? Yes. Yep. Andre's, uh, if you don't know the story of Andre's Kitchen, Andre is a CIA graduate, Culinary Institute of America in New York. He graduated from the CIA and had a restaurant in Boise for many years that was a a, a beautiful, elegant uh, fine dining restaurant, and he and his wife got decided they wanted to come to walla Walla, so they closed up shop and they moved to walla Walla and they started out first of all doing secret dinners mm. oh yeah, where you had to sign up and you didn 't find out where you were going oh, and little pop up dinner, so. yeah. dinners pop up dinners and then they graduated to a food truck yeah and uh, they were found throughout town and also at our baseball games every every year oh, yeah. for the summer. And then they opened a permanent location inside the gas station. I
0: know, which is hilarious because you the think Co-op. I'll go in and get my horrible burrito, <laughs> and you go in and it's
4: like, oh my gosh, yeah. this food is just. So- and Andres is doing a big uh, doing a big uh, Mardi Gras um, yeah.
0: festival,
4: so they'll have all sorts of food there oh. at the at the gas station. Yeah, the NOLA. Menu. Yeah. So
3: it's a good one to do for like a lunchtime thing. If you're going to yep. go spend the whole weekend there, put Andre's on your list as one of the uh, one yeah. of the lunchtime spots. In fact, one of the things
0: that it said on the website was that they would have – and it's things like gumbo and eight shrimp etouffee, mm-hmm. all these things. Beignet. And they will have it as long as it lasts. Yeah. So lunch mm. may be your better plan because by dinner it may be gone. Yes. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. I
3: and eat. you should be at the Marcus Whitman or over at White House Crossroads for dinner. Exactly or something that. like that.
4: Yeah. Or Brasserie Four, right yeah. on Main Street. I'll, uh, it's our uh, Jimmy Garen's second restaurant in yeah. Walla Walla. And yeah. it's a great, casual, provincial French mm-hmm. food. So bouillabaisse and steak fruit mm-hmm. and a great wine list.
0: Well, as you can tell, there are a number of reasons that you should be heading over to Walla Walla for February. Um, so much natural beauty, so many activities, but the
4: food and wine is just way too fun. It's a great time to get access to the winemakers, and it's a great time to fly Mm -hmm. because you can get there out of SeaTac in 45 minutes. You're Mm -hmm. right downtown.
0: And I mentioned this in a story we have up online right now, but Alaska Airlines does the...
4: Taste and Tote. Taste and Tote. Mm -hmm.
0: So you can ship back your first case of wine free on Alaska. Check a case of
4: wine free through the Taste and Tote. And duty free, too. Duty free. Duty free. 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 (laughs) it's
3: like a different country so so let's take a little break and uh, when we come back let's uh, talk more about the future of walla walla that sounds great
1: support for seattle dining and the seattle dining show is provided in part by salty seafood waterfront restaurants visit them on the water at their alki redondo and portland locations
2: Hi, this is Kirsten. I live in Mount Baker, and one of my favorite restaurants is Anchovies and Olives on Capitol Hill. I can eat crudo and oysters all day long. Hi, this is Kasia from Kasia Winery, and you're listening to The Seattle Dining Show.
3: We are back on the Seattle Dining Show. I'm the publisher, Tom Marin. I'm here with Connie Adams, our senior editor and a lovely host of the show. (laughs) Uh, Due to time constraints today, we are actually going to take the second part of Ron's interview about Walla Walla and move it to a forthcoming month. So you'll just have to keep listening to the show month after month until we play it again. And uh, we don't like to go away without leaving you with some tips and tricks. So, Connie, uh, go ahead and
0: uh, my, uh, tell
3: us what your tip and trick is this month.
0: My my tip and is kind of a trip, a trip, a trick is also kind of facetious, but it has been working for me. I've been wanting to uh, have people over, you know, do a little entertaining. So I've created the plans, I've invited the people over, and then I've asked Tom to do all the cooking. So it's it's worked really well. I think if you want a kind of a smooth evening, just have somebody else do all the work. I keep waiting for my paycheck. Yeah. Hmm. You know what? You've got my everlasting affection, and I think that is enough.
3: All right, Harold, that'll work. (laughs) And you know, that'd be a nice thing to do on Valentine's Day, just make your partner do all the work. Yeah, You are planning on that, right? Well, I've been practicing. So Yeah, yeah. you've done a lot of practicing. Excellent. Um, My trick is inspired by a knife that I came across from the friends at Tavolo here in Seattle who have some pretty innovative cooking stuff. And uh, I bought a knife from them that has two holes drilled into it. Uh, One is an eighth inch and the other one is a quarter inch hole. And it's an herb stripper. And so you've got a knife that doubles as an herb stripper. And you can put the, uh, the thyme through the eighth-inch hole. You can put the rosemary through the quarter-inch hole. Such a great idea. So my tip is actually twofold. Either go buy the knife at tavolo.com, T-O-V-O? T-O-V-O-L-O-V-O. Something like that mm-hmm. um, buy the knife there, it's only like seven bucks, and then uh, or the other option is go buy two carbide drill bits <laughs> at Lowe's <laughs> and and go to work on one of your regular kitchen knives and drill those holes up into the into the top of the knife near the handle and here's where i'm going to step in and say.
0: If you're not a professional, don't do that.
3: I uh, See, I'm afraid that somebody's going to hurt themselves trying to
0: drill those yes, holes in. Yes, and, and ruin their knife, probably. <laughs> That's my guess. Also, honestly, really nice knives, aren't they a, they're a balance? I mean, how you hold them, the weight and everything. You put holes in them. Oh, I don't, sure think that wouldn't... I
3: don't think you're going to remove enough metal to make that. Right. I don't know. I'm just looking for reasons
0: not to do that. It seems like a lot of work.
3: <laughs> I'd rather just buy the knife. Maybe I could rent the carbide blades out after I buy them.
0: There you go. There you go.
3: But good idea. I mean, I,
0: th- I think that's the coolest thing because it makes me crazy when I'm using
3: fresh herbs
0: like that and how long it takes.
3: Yeah, to strip them and then you still have part of the stem on and yeah. stuff and you got to get that out. And oftentimes
0: or... you're still kind of mincing, too, so you've mm-hmm. got more work to do even after you get them off the stem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Well, listen, you guys, it's time to wrap up. Thank you for joining us on the Valentine's Month show. If you're not already a subscriber to our online magazine, it's free to do so. Just visit seattledining.com, click on subscribe free, and you are home free.
3: All right. Well, we want you to uh, dine safe. We want you to dine well. We want you to dine out often, and we'll see you back here in March.